for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. All right, y'all come on in to my house. It's Rosie on the house. All y'all. All y'all come in now. We are we are virus free, no mask required. Political free. Where else could you go and not hear something political for four hours? Just let's talk about you in your home, in your house, cabin, or castle. Give us a ring. The phone number is one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE-4-U. You can also text us at 411-923. We know a lot of people are out. It's festival season. There's the Renaissance Festival that. going on. We talked a little bit about the Trace Rios Festival. Nature Festival. Um, and countless others. So if you're on the fly and just have a question for us, 411-923 or info at rosieonthehouse.com. If you've got a project you're trying to get done in and about and around your house, that's why we're here every Saturday morning to help think you through it or take you through it. We'll help you put a material list together of things you'll need to consider purchasing. We'll talk about the tools that are required. And we'll talk about tricks of the trade on how to put it all together, make it look like a real professional put it all together. Or maybe you're not of the mindset to tackle it yourself. You just like to get it done. Well, that's where our referral network comes in on our website, rosieonthehouse.com. And it is the number one contractor referral network in the entire state, both in Phoenix and in Tucson. So we're very proud about that. And boy, there's no shortage of housing news going on right now as it applies to the great state of Arizona. One of the absolute fastest growing states in the union We just finished a whole one-hour conversation last hour about water and how we're going to be planning and facilitating that growth with a secure supply of water. Uh, Of all the places in all the country, Scottsdale, Arizona, is the number one place to move. You know what else it is? It's also the number one place to work from home. I saw that statistic about two weeks ago, yeah. Well, good. Maybe that'll help traffic. There you go. Everybody just stay home. (laughs) Please help traffic. (laughs) Man. Amen. Um, The top destination, and this is from from, a local media source right here in in the Valley, Arizona Big Media, uh, twice as many people moving in as moving out of Scottsdale. Twice as many moving in in as moving out i wonder what the apartment ratio is a lot of apartments we didn't used to have that oh yeah that's true we do you can look at the growth of apartments and condos in scottsdale go around uh old town and up and down scottsdale road and see that you know gotta have a place to live there's hardly any place you can't drive anymore and see apartments that's just not we've been here since the 70s rosie's been here since the 60s it's just such a different um 
different view, different yeah. landscape. The city of Scottsdale's got a rip-snorting election coming <laughs> up here this year, boy. boy. I think they've got four candidates for mayor, and they've all got a vision and a view. And city council's kind of in a little uproar of things that they have and haven't allowed. And, you know, Scottsdale's definitely in transition. And, you know, can it, can it still be the West, most Western city? Oh, I don't know Cave about Creek, that anymore. Yeah, Cave Creek Carefree is challenging them on that. You go to Harold's in Cave Creek, <laughs> yeah. I think they will challenge that. Yeah. yeah, But Scottsdale, the number one place to move in the United States. But Buckeye is the fastest growing city. That's a head scratcher for me. I mean. The master plan communities that are platted for out there are unbelievable. The number of rooftops that they're replacing the melon fields and the cotton fields with is staggering, wow. absolutely hmm. staggering. Maricopa County, the fastest growing county in the nation. Another million people in the next decade. Mostly California transport. Well, probably they're thinking? coming with lots of equity. They want they got things they want to do. They they can get out of California while you still can. Show up here, buy a comparable house for a whole lot less money and end up with some liquidity and cash to fine tune it and make it just exactly what you want. And we are seeing a lot of that right now, for sure. But people don't understand exactly what it costs to remodel. And I can tell you, uh, at our little company, Rosie Wright Remodeling, and, and on rosieonthehouse.com, we've got remodelers serving all communities. Uh, we've got Tom Riley of Renovations serving the Yavapai County area. We've got a couple great guys down in Tucson. We have six guys in the Phoenix metro area. So if you're looking at trying to get remodeling done, uh, don't start anyplace else but rosieonthehouse.com and don't let your neighbor start without contacting rosieonthehouse.com. It's a free website. It's a compilation of all the best contractors in the state. And it's a compilation. It's basically an encyclopedia of Arizona home ownership because we've been doing this show for 30 years, answering your questions and posting those questions and answers on the website. So there's hardly a question you could ask that we don't already have an answer for. But if you do have a question, we have Julia here that came in this morning, and she's here to take your call at one 767 4348 Let us know what you're trying to tackle. Uh, talk to me about what you're thinking about getting done, and I can kind of talk you through about what you can probably expect uh, to spend for that particular project, whether you're going to do it yourself or whether you're going to hire a professional contractor, uh, a specialty contractor, maybe it's just new countertops. Or maybe it's an entire kitchen remodel where you need a kitchen designer and a full bore whole house general contractor. I can kind of guide you through that decision making process uh, based on my 45 years of building and remodeling right here in Arizona. We've remodeled in Ehrenberg, Arizona. We've remodeled in Flagstaff on multiple occasions, several projects down in Tucson, all the way over to Eager and Springerville, and then all through the Phoenix metro area. So regardless of where you are 
listening to us, we can probably help you. If I can't help you specifically with information, I know I can specifically help you with local experts right there in your neighborhood. It's the Rosie on the House Referral Network. It's statewide powerful, but it's neighborhood focused. So give us a ring. Let's start a conversation at one 767 4348 Jennifer and I are still having conversations at home during the week on all the things we saw at the KBiz show. It's it, kind of a multi-layered show. There's lots to, lots to think about, lots to look at. Every area of your house and your kitchen and bathrooms and inside and out. Lots of good stuff out there to improve your home. 600 vendors filling over 1 million square feet. I think uh, if I remember right, your your pedometer dictated that you walked seven miles just the first day. Mm-hmm. Lots to look at. <laughs> Crossing from Hall A to Hall B to Hall C. Trying to, and and when Jennifer and I attack a show like that, we generally go with something very specific because you can't take it all in in the three days. That's impossible. So there were very specific things I wanted an education on. What was the newest, latest, and greatest in a couple particular areas? I, I'm always interested in the, the aging in place, you know, the uni- universal design kind of concepts. And it's, it's come so far. I know everybody kind of cringes when you, when you say that aging in place because nobody wants to admit they're aging. But there are so many cool things that, that are, oh, they're just more mainstream. You know, so you just put that in your design in the beginning and you would never have to worry about redesigning your home or making it fit. It's just good for all ages. And the market right now for remodeling is as good as it's ever been, which is good for remodelers, but it can kind of be bad for homeowners. Well, it's a seller's market, so it's expensive, though you might make a really good sale on your home. It's expensive to replace it, so a lot of people are choosing to stay in their home. So that's that's why remodeling is so popular. But I think people are pretty surprised at the price of remodeling. It's not, not cheap. I think people are surprised when they call our office and I tell them, when would you like this done? <laughs> and you can hear the disappointment in their voice a lot of times. When I tell them, the first opening we have to interview someone for the next project is first week of April. We, a- we, can't even, we can't even get out to see you for a month. But we do have... Several projects wrapping up in April. We'd like to fill those couple holes. But in this environment, in this heated up environment, you need to proceed pretty carefully. Because if you have a project you want to get done, and you've reached out and contacted three or four people, and three of them have said, we can't tackle it for four to six or seven weeks, and one of them says, I can be there next week. That might possibly be a cause for concern. Might possibly. Not absolutely. But you might want to find out why. We've got callers lining up at one 767 We're going to take a little break here and come back and talk about anything y'all would like to talk about as it relates to your house, home, castle, or cabin. 
toe-tapping at Rosie's house on a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. Let it roll, Gary. Hey, we've got some sport tickets to give away. This is usually Romy's roll, but I get to do it this time. We've got Arizona Sun Devils versus Washington State basketball game. This is going to be Saturday, March 7th. If you'd like a couple tickets to watch ASU play Washington State March 7th, uh, just text 411923 uh, and text the name Rosie. R-O-S-I-E. R-O-S-I-E. And uh, we'll, we'll pick a random winner of the text we receive. ASU tickets to play Washington State Saturday, March 7th. And we also have some... Uh, Sun's tickets to give away in just a minute. Okay. But let me get to the phones. We've got people piling up on us here. Let's see if we can get uh, Kevin on the line and answer him about uh, the project he's got at his house. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Rosie. How are you? Uh, very well. Very well. Re-greetings to you, old friend of Marvin Robbins. Okay. I got a uh, project I'm looking to do up north. Yeah, okay. We got a place in Happy Jack, and I'm looking to build a 24 by 24 garage. Okay, fully fully enclosed garage. Get an idea of the cost. Say again. A fully enclosed garage, as opposed to a, a yeah. standing Ramada or a carport. Exactly. exactly. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, so, your did did your home survive Happy Jack fire, or did you get up there and it, make a really? It, did. it was close. Yeah. Yeah, it was a mo- 1.8 miles from the place. Um, it's it, a little scary, but it did survive. It is very scary. We were up there trying to help a few people get their reconstruction started, and it was truly heartbreaking that a fire like that causing that kind of damage was done by a couple campers in a closed camping area that was no fire permitted and uh, burned its way yep. right up that canyon right into y'all's backyard. Yeah, it's a shame. It kind really is a shame. It kind of chaps you, but I got you off subject. We're going to try and get a garage <laughs> built at your house. Now, listen, Kevin, you're lucky because I have a good friend who also happens to be a Rosie certified remodeling contractor named Todd Whitaker. Todd offices in Peoria, but he has a home in Happy Jack. Uh, you two ought to meet and let him come over and look at the site. And he could give you a really good estimate right there walking your property. I can tell you when people call me here in town that they want to build a freestanding garage in a material that's consistent with their home. Not a metal prefabricated garage, but a garage that matches the stucco and the tile roof and some of the landscaping features of the house, we tell people they need to be thinking in the range of about 150 to $200 a square foot. So for a 400-square-foot garage, you're going to be 60 to 80 depending on how much site work needs to be done and what your level of finishes are. I can tell you, Kevin, we hardly do a garage anymore without its own separate service entrance panel, and with its own air conditioning system. Putting a mini split on garages has almost become automatic anymore. Uh, 
it costs so little. And in Happy Jack, you may not need the air conditioner, but boy, do you ever get up there and kind of want to change the spark plugs on a favorite pickup truck like in the middle of the winter when you're, you know, 14 inches in snow outside, a little heater inside there. But in town, stucco, masonry or frame, graded, uh, permitted, built to code to match uh, what a HOA would be happy with is going to be about 150 to 200. It goes up. I know some people that like to make a man cave out of that and put a wet bar and a kitchen and a home entertainment system out there. That all drives the costs up. But for a basic freestanding garage, you're going to be 400 square feet, 60 to 80 is, is kind of where we tell people to be thinking about. Now, a handy guy like you can beat that number. I tell people, look, you know, a general contractor, one-third of my price is going to be labor. One-third of my price is going to be material. And one-third of my price is going to be the planning, the designing, the permitting, the insurance, the supervision, the overhead, and the profit. How much of that do you want to save by trying to tackle it yourself? But then you have to be careful because if I'm using electricians and roofers and framers and and insulation contractors that all meet my specifications, performing to my level of finishes, and most homeowners don't have that educated level to know what to look for. So, Kevin, I don't know, maybe you just ought to invite me to come up and Walk the property and do a do a little hike in Happy Jack. Why not? Right, I like that a lot. Well, Kevin, I, I hope that helps and gives you at least some start there, my friend. I do. I can tell you this: that we have had a couple homeowners we've remodeled for out in Rio Verde uh, that have done the metal prefabricated uh, garages, and and they're significantly under one hundred dollars a square foot. So there's ways to beat that number. Uh, Those are the frame of reference I have off the top of my head. When we get back, we'll continue taking your calls here at Rosie on the House, as well as introduce a special guest going to join us all the way from Alabama, right here at Rosie on the House. Welcome back to the virus-free zone at Rosie on the House, where we come together every Saturday morning with the objective of earning the privilege of being every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And we do that by protecting you, informing you, educating you, and hopefully entertaining you. So on the topic of entertainment, let me tell you that we've got a couple Arizona uh Phoenix Suns basketball tickets. If you'd like to see him play the Milwaukee Bucks March 8th at 3 o'clock, text SUNS to 411-923. And we'll pick a winner and get you those tickets. Now, the Suns have simplified things for themselves, but they've kind of complicated things for us. They're only distributing the tickets digitally. So when you win these tickets, we'll kind of talk you through what you have to do. You actually have to go online and create an account. But it's once you, once you do it once, it's easy. But 
And I've even done it. So if I can do it, you can do it. Hey, we've got a special guest. uh, Mr. Zach Stone going to join us from Wellborn Cabinet. But Joe uh, has been on hold with a question uh, for a long time. So let's take care of Joe, and then we'll get right to Zach. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Rosie. You have a beautiful morning down in Green Valley this morning, huh? Yes, I am sitting here in the sun having my second cup of coffee oh, man. and watching the hummingbirds come to the feeder. How nice is that? That's awesome. <laughs> well, what, what, are, so, what are you trying to get done around the house? Well, I, I'm in an older townhouse down here. Okay. And uh, it's, uh, it's in good shape, and I want to keep it that way. But I've noticed that uh, in my bathroom sink, um, I've tried to keep it uh, cleaned out with uh, a combination of baking soda and white vinegar. Okay. And uh, uh, I thought I had it done. I did it twice, but it still seems to be running slow. Well, tell me this, and Joe. You mentioned, you mentioned it's an older home. What vintage is it? Uh, it was built in 77. Okay, so uh, that may be a cast iron waste system. Yeah, I, I didn't know what to do about it, okay. and I didn't want to use some chemicals that uh, don't. Yeah. would uh, would be too corrosive for it. Yeah, we don't we don't we, we, we don't recommend liquid drain cleaners to anybody, but uh, there is a product that's a granular product that you mix in water and uh, send down your waistline called BioClean. Yeah, and you can get that on online or any plumbing store. Just BioClean, even Walmart carries it. It comes in a big canister and. Joe, it's a, it's an enzyme that actually eats the protein that's blocking your slow draining lines. Now you may be too far gone for that, and you may have to water jet your lines. My house is sixty years old. We had to water jet it just last week, uh, and my my plumbing is cast iron, and you just have to proceed with it very very carefully. But uh, we water jetted it. Uh, ran a camera down it to verify the integrity of the system is still all good, and uh, we're in good shape. But try that BioClean. It isn't going to unplug it immediately, but give it a couple doses of it and see if that doesn't help. If not, contact one of our certified plumbers in the Tucson area to come down and water jet your drain, and you'll be in good shape from that point. And if you're familiar with our website, rosyonnows.com, you just type in your zip code. You type in what kind of service you're looking for. And if I type in Green Valley and plumbing, I come up with Intelligent Design Plumbing uh, in Tucson. And they'd be happy to run down there and uh, take a look at water jetting that line out for you. Okay. Well, that opens the door now for our special guest is joining us all the way from Alabama. Mr. Zach Stone of Wellborn Cabinets. Good morning, Zach. Thanks for carving time out of your family Saturday morning for us here at Rosie on the House. Uh, good morning, Rosie. Good to be on the show with you. Yeah, I met Zach at, uh, you've heard me talk about it a lot, the Kitchen and Bath Show up in Las Vegas a while back ago. And Zach had a, a, a presentation for Wellborn Cabinets that absolutely caught my attention Uh Wellborn is our cabinet manufacturer of choice um, in, in being in the remodeling business as long as I've been. I've seen a lot of companies come and go, but Wellborn Cabinet is a family-owned operation. 
They grow the trees. The lumberjacks that cut the trees down are on the cabinet company's payroll. The trees enter the warehouse on one side, come out, finish cabinets on the other, end up on a well-born truck. And the minute I push order, they show up three weeks to the day. And I just can't tell you what that does for a remodeling contractor eliminating that unknown delivery date. So I was over in the Wellborn thing just looking at what was new and stuff. And Zach, you were given a great presentation on just smart technology and smart design features. What makes a complete kitchen design? Share with us some of the things you shared with all the people there in Las Vegas. Well, we talked about, you know, just the technology as a whole, just all the different thoughts and the different applications of a lot of simple technologies. We had some, you know, we had some higher end stuff uh, showing too, but, you know, I, I like to focus on a lot of the basic stuff and you have to look at it as, you know, what problem does it solve? You know, what what, what can it help me do and make it do easier? We had you know, wireless cameras hooked up that you could see inside of pantries. We had uh, voice-activated trash cans and voice-activated faucets. We, we had, you know, a, a ways that we could control things and have a projection on a, on a countertop where you could just not have to use a screen but, you know, have a dedicated device. You know, we, we had, uh, you know, remote control lighting. We had uh, just all kinds of really neat things that you can use in your kitchen. It's all about making your life easier, and we try to put a lot of that on display for people to see it at the show. And, and that was definitely something that I was presenting and talking about when you when you were there at the show. And it was just a just a lot of simple, most of them inexpensive ideas, which are which are great for homeowners and remodelers. And the the thing I like the immediately caught my attention because. I mean, in a million square feet with over 600 vendors, everybody's rolling out the latest and greatest. But some of that latest and greatest stuff, I have reluctance to it for the learning curve I'm going to have to go through to learn how to use it. And the things you were showing were just really very intuitive and, and, and things, that they made the learning curve, the convenience you got from them made the learning curve worthwhile. And there's so many new things that for me, don't fit that criteria right you know it's uh it's it's all about ease of use you know if something's difficult to learn or something's difficult to grasp i mean if you're having to learn something over a week or get used to it it's, it's not going to help you you know you need technology that are solutions that help you quickly efficiently you know they've come such a long way on you know voice activated tech and a lot of the the screen stuff and a lot of the, the wireless uh cameras are just so easy to set up they got you know qr codes made to them you just scan them with your phone and they're, they're set up you know it's it's all about setting it up easily and that's what everybody wants by far even including me you know one of the things people need to think about if there are the beginning design stages of kitchen cabinets is what they are they might be interested in so if they're going to want smart features that require any kind of wiring or anything like that they need to kind of be able to to tell their designer that so they can make accommodations if there are any needed. Some of the stuff is just aftermarket stuff, but some of it you can make it look nicer or hide it if you have the proper design in the background. Um, but the thing well, that's, that's a that's a hundred percent correct. You know, if you got a if you got a good designer, if you're a homeowner and you're trying to restructure your space, you really need to look at what kind of simple technologies. You know, it, even like lighting. You know, having that lighting run at fifty four inches, go ahead and drop you a line. 54 inches above finished floor where your your wall cabinets are to go ahead and get that line there for your lighting 
you know, go ahead and have that plug in in your pantry. If you, you're thinking about doing a, a camera system, just having a plug in there to plug that in. Just some of the simple setups, you know, go ahead and get that wiring, that plumbing, the different issues done ahead of time. And, and wow, just a little bit of planning can really make it way easier when you start to do the install process and make it a lot less expensive if and, you're on the homeowner side to uh, get that project done. And easier to look at. You don't want it to, to show up. All that stuff should right, be... You're right. Should be living in the background. And speaking of lighting, um, I just love all the different ways that are being uh, used to light the inside of the drawers. You know, you open your drawer and you can the light comes on. You can see what's in there. There's lighting under the right. toe kick. Um, you know, and the cabinets. That's just amazing. Too. I guess maybe because I'm getting a little older, but I love <laughs> that light being able to see things. Well, you know, I'm I'm getting older too, and I've realized that you know lighting has just helped so much to be able to see what in the world is going on. When you got those real deep uh, drawers or even top drawers, you know, you go in there, and you know, it could be you know in the afternoon your lights aren't on, but if you have something, you know, we can do an automatic groove across the top of the uh, cabinet uh, installation box where you can mount lighting and then put it on a trigger switch. So when you open that drawer, it automatically lights up the drawer for you when you open it, and it, it turns it off when you close the drawer. It just gets gets you an opportunity to just to see so much more stuff with just a simple, you know, modification on your cabinet. Now, that's difficult to do uh, on an existing set, but what's nice is we offer that option with our cabinetry to just go ahead and modify that top rail to give you a groove to mount that in there. I you, think that's you, a no-brainer. You, you could have used a light last time you had the kids over and you were fixing them a pasta dinner. <laughs> Jennifer cooked up a whole a whole pot of pasta and covered it completely with a jar of salsa. The kids kept telling me it was too hot. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I looked at the jar. I was like, oh, my gosh. I pulled that out instead of marinara sauce. Yeah. Light's, uh, light's a good thing. Light's a good thing. Light's a very good thing. And back, now, go ahead. Backing uh, up to... Um, are you still on lights or not? I'm no, going, I was I'm going, going to, to storage. Go, I'm, and you go to storage, and then I want to go to trends. Okay, let's go to storage because this, this is still on the design end. Um, the other thing that's really, really cool in the in the cabinets these days is the things that you can prepare in the design to make room for, like the drop-down units in an upper shelf. So you open the upper shelf. There's a, uh, a metal shelving system. You put your hand on it. You pull it down, and, the, and both... The contents, the contents of the upper come out cabinet. eye level and things like that. And then all the different configurations for the, those blind the, corners those where blind we used to corners. stuff lazy Susans. <laughs> they are so fabulous because you can really use them. You can even keep your everyday pots and pans because all you do is you open the cabinet and pull it and it snakes out two levels. You can reach everything. You're not climbing in and on your hands and knees trying to get your pots and all that and, and putting away and and taking out is so much easier. If you're living in a 20 or a 30 or older year old kitchen and you're contemplating a kitchen remodel, do it with an open mind because a good designer is going to be able to show you things. And, and it's going to be one of those situations where when we're done, you're going to say, why did I live with it the way I lived with it for so long? There's so many things available. Can I tell you one more thing that's really okay. cool? So the pantry, Zach, I love that pantry. It's a standing, vertical. standing pantry. And when you open the door to the pantry, all the shelves come out with it. So you're not digging in the back and knocking things off the shelf trying to get to them. That one is really slick. All right. Zach, Wellborn Cabinets, distributed nationally, big, big company. Uh what are y'all seeing as the current trends in kitchen design right now? Well, the thing we've seen trending, I mean, is huge. I mean, over the last 10 to 15 years, we've seen a big swap between a ornate raised panel door that's stained 
and we've made a complete flop over the last 10 to 15 years to a streamlined, straight-laced, uh, shaker-style white door, you know, just completely opposite from what it was 10 to 15 years ago. It's pretty much almost probably 50% of our business, it seems like. Wow. We just do so much shaker white uh, cabinetry, and that's just hitting the uh, that's hitting the trade so hard because it, it's not really dependent upon the style of the house yeah. or even design preferences in the house. Just the shaker look on white is just so prevalent in, in today's kitchen designs. Well, if you look at any of the, any of the magazines, that's, that's what they're highlighting, and they are very attractive. They're very easy to keep clean, just that nice, sleek, uncluttered look. Well, right, and it's it's also we we do a lot of the the MDF product on our shaker, which is it's nice, it's it's affordable, but it's also very durable. It stays very consistent. You don't have to worry about shrink lines over time with humidity problems or heat or anything like that. It's just a, just a real great product. So we've we've pretty much transitioned. It's been kind of interesting that we did so much maple. Uh, over the years, and when we introduced that in a shaker style, you know, there's there's no worries, there's no str- shrinkage, it's very durable, and the price point's great for a lot of a lot of clients too. So it ends up being one of our highest run doors is a white MDF uh, people, painted door. Tell people what an MDF is. Uh, MDF is a medium density fiberboard, so it's sort of a, it's an engineered product, which a lot of people frown when they hear engineered product, but. You know, an engineered product today is, is way different than it was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. That, that MDF, uh, we actually use an MDF2 product, which is a very, very dense MDF. So it, it paints really good. You don't see joint lines when you put the cabinet door together. It's glued up so tight. We do the hand sanding, so it's it's pretty much invisible on where the door goes together. So it's, it's just a great product that stands up, and you still get that, you know, lifetime guarantee from Welburn Cabinet when you get that door. Well, Zach, I wanted to bring you on just to kind of help open people's eyes. We take phone calls at the office all week long from people trying to get a kitchen remodeling project started. And the way you opened my eyes in Las Vegas, I wanted to give you an opportunity to help open our listeners' eyes as well. Zach Stone, Product Catalog Specialist for Wellborn Cabinets, Rosie Wright Remodelings, Cabinet Manufacturer of choice. Zach, thanks a million for joining us, buddy. Doesn't Zach sound like an LSU fan? Yeah. <laughs> I, he may be. Yeah. He may he may be Auburn. I think the rest of the Wellborn family is in Auburn. So uh, I'm a roll tide guy. Don't say those nasty words to me. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> That's fair. Let's get right back to the phones. We've got people that have been very patiently waiting. Uh, I apparently got Bruce's attention down in the Tucson area about air conditioning a garage. Let's bring Bruce into the conversation and see if I can help him out a little bit. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Rosie. How are you and your family doing? Hey, couldn't be better. We are so blessed. How about yourself? You sound, you sound like you're really recovering from your accident. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I, well, good. I, I think... The, the the last doctor visit, he said, Rosie, it's only going to take one more roll of duct tape and we'll have you all put back together. <laughs> well, have you tried the metric duct tape? <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to try anything, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you're a Facebooker, oh, you can great. see Rosie skiing on uh, on Monday. So he's he's getting there. I'm like an old Ford, an old Ford, just a little tie wire and duct tape. I'll be good as new. I, what are you trying to tackle down in Tucson, Bruce? Well, we have um, um, we have our uh, our garage, and I have an evap cooler in it because I have a diesel truck. Okay. And you know they're they're big and they're heavy and there's a lot of iron. Yeah. So I put one in before I bought it uh, um, on my other truck, but okay. I put it in there, and uh, I keep all I hear is mini split, mini split, mini split, and then I I heard you say that you'd taken out your coolers for your dogs and put in a a, um, a mini split for them. But my question is is how much does it cost to run one a month? Do you know? I basically like a one ton. Half half of what it costs for your vap cooler. Is that right? That's right. Uh, a mini Plus split. no water usage. And, and no water usage and no getting up there with a pressure washer, pressure washing the, the evap cooler pan or replacing the pads. None of that. Um, and, and again, it, it depends on a lot of things. But I had to cool my garage because I, I raised dogs. I raised German short hair dogs. And that's kind of where they live in the summer and in the winter as well. So I had to make it comfortable for them. So I lived with a VAP cooler for 15 years. And my air conditioning contractor, every time he would come over and service our equipment, would just say, Rosie, you've got to get rid of that thing and put a mini split on here. And I, I fought it, I fought it, I fought it, I fought it till the VAP cooler needed to be replaced. I let him put a mini split on there. And Bruce, my summer cooling bill went down $45. And now my garage is air-conditioned, not a vap-cooled. It stays cleaner. Uh, it's much quieter, uh, much more comfortable, and it works as a heater in the winter. So I've got best of both options. Now, my garage is masonry. It's insulated. It's a foam roof with a wood-insulated garage door. So I have a pretty tight garage. If your garage is pretty tight, I'm telling you, you can probably AC it with a mini split for, I know, less than your evap cooler costs on annual maintenance uh, and, and uh, utility bill. For me, it was about half. If your garage isn't quite as insulated as well as mine is, you might not quite see that much savings. Make sure you've got the power available. Log on to rosellnows.com, plug in Tucson air conditioning. You've got temperature control and intelligent design air conditioning. Get them out there. Let them do a manual J calculation on it. Show you what size unit you need. They'll tell you about what it'll cost to run a month. Bruce, thanks for the call.